This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking to refresh your closet, home, or beauty routine this spring? Walmart's got all the stylish goods in one stop. From chic new looks and the latest makeup to quality furniture and tableware. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending for the hottest fashion, home, and beauty finds. Your style at Walmart. Okay, going to put you on the spot here. Quick, name one pitcher who's gotten better over the course of 2021. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Penguins right where you found this. It's Pirates versus Reds tonight at PNC Park. I'll be there. Covering it for DK Pittsburgh Sports, these matchups have not gone well for the local club, to put it mildly. And that hasn't just been the case out at the Great American Bandbox. The Reds can really, really hit against other teams. The Reds absolutely annihilate the ball against the Pirates. And you know what? To an extent... They're not alone. The Pirates pitching for this season ranks 28th out of the majors' 30 teams with a 5.09 ERA. It ranks 28th with a 259 opponent's batting average. That's collective. And that's something that maybe you can kind of, I don't know whitewash to an extent because so-and-so horrific pitcher can be called up from Indianapolis and give up a ton of runs because the Pirates don't have any depth in AAA. But then ask, on an individual level, who's getting better? Who's getting better? Ben Charrington says it's the ultimate mission Of everyone on the instructional side, from DSL ball all the way up to PNC Park, to make players better, to get what he describes as that extra 15% out of them. Derek Shelton says the same thing. Right now, in this otherwise completely meaningless September, he's still emphasizing the same thing, to get individuals better. Okay, well, I'm here to ask, over the entirety of the 2021 season, and you know what, you could even throw in 2020, all 60 games of it, 
you'll end up with a sample size of 222 games. Who got better? Who improved? Who grew right in front of our eyes? Because all I heard upon the hiring of Oscar Marine heading into the 2020 season was that he was going to reinvent everything about the way the Pirates were guiding their pitchers through their training, their deliveries, their mentality, how they think about releasing the baseball, how they think about working the batters, how they think about how they react to and all this other stuff. And it was really intricate and, to be honest with you, really interesting, for real. And in Bradenton, in 2020, the way the pitchers there were talking about Marine, and I'm talking about the original spring training that year, pre-pandemic, Trevor Williams, Chris Archer, Mitch Keller, Joe Musgrove, Stephen Brault, they were, they were writing poetry about the man. I've had my eyes opened. I've never thought of my pitching this way. I can't believe we didn't have this before. And intimated in a lot of that stuff, not in a nasty way or whatever, but was that Ray Searage was some sort of village idiot who needed to be thrown out on the street. Okay. I was open-minded. I usually am. I appreciate hearing new ideas, new approaches, new wisdom, even if you know I get kind of cringy at some of it, like I did with this stuff. But I'll tell you what. When Ray Searage took over as the Pirates pitching coach, and I understand that 10 years is a long time in baseball and a lot of things change, but Ray made guys better. It wasn't just a matter of talking about it or sounding all advanced. Ray actually made them better, and you didn't have to wonder about it. You didn't even have to read or hear about it. You could just kind of watch them pitch, you know? They'd get better. And the list was really long, and the guys who swore by Ray were talking about Ray saving their careers in some cases. All right, that's fine. Well, th this guy's new. He just got here. Let's see what he's got. And you'll notice, if you listen to this show regularly, or if you read my writing at DK Pittsburgh Sports, I haven't really mentioned Marine's name all that much. Why? Because I'm watching the same Kyle Keller crap that you are night after night. But I also know this, somewhere along the way, you would think there'd be one guy, one, that you'd say, now that's a pitcher that Marine has made better. I, I, I don't have one. I don't have one. I'm not being, like, facetious or trying to make some over-the-top point. I don't actually have one. Do we want to talk about Tyler Anderson? I mean, Anderson came here as pretty much a finished product, 31 years old. Anderson pitched a little bit above his career norm. Not all that much. Basically, what Anderson did was exactly what Charrington had hoped, which is put himself into a position where he could be a tradable commodity. And he was. 
Richard Rodriguez. Um, I, I guess you could throw Richie into that. Richie needed confidence more than anything else, according to his catchers, according to a really good talk that I had not that long ago on this subject with Michael Perez. You want to give some credit to Marine for that? Sure, I guess. Yeah. Um, You want to go David Bednar? I'm not comfortable with that because Bednar came from another system, came from the San Diego system, which is obviously producing a significant amount of talent. And he pitched great from the first step he took onto the mound at Pirate City this past spring. How much of that was Marine? I don't know. I mean, when you're doing it in mid-February and you never stopped, I'd like to think it's something that you've been doing for quite a while. You know, this kid's been throwing strikes as long as he's been alive. Has he found another level? Sure, sure. Some credit? Yeah, I guess. It feels like we're forcing it there, but sure. How about a younger starting pitcher? Because isn't that really the mold? Isn't that really what we want to see developed in Pittsburgh? Isn't that what we want to see mature into contention level? Take the mound for the wild card game type of pitching. Isn't that what's needed here? Isn't that the top priority? Okay. Who are we looking at here? JT Brubaker? I loved JT's first couple of months. I still see him as a rotation fixture into 2022, possibly beyond. I'll be stubborn with that. I like a lot of this guy's makeup. I like his arsenal. And I like his command, for the most part. But over these last couple of months, while understanding that JT is operating pretty deep into a timeline for his inning count as related to how much time he missed in 2019 and 2020. He's given up 28 home runs this season. I mean, that's Trevor Williams stuff, man. He hasn't gotten better over the course of the season. He's actually gotten worse. He's gotten markedly worse. Why? Well, when you ask Shelton, the answer is execution of pitches. That's not my words. That's Shelton's. Execution of pitches. Well, you know, who else? Who else do we have? Anybody? Anybody at all? Oh, wait. I know. What about Mitch Keller? Keller's looked better of late, hasn't he? It's fair to say that Keller's improved. But where did Keller improve? And who improved him? Keller was sent back to Indianapolis two months ago. And Joel Hanrahan, the old closer, was down there working with him, toughening him up, telling him, hey, you want to pitch in the majors, I don't care what kind of prospect you were or what your ranking was or whatever, you're going to have to throw inside. you got to buck up here, son. And Keller listened to Hanrahan, and Keller started doing that against AAA hitters, and he's been doing it, for the most part, pretty consistently 
since he's been back in Pittsburgh. Not all of the results have been great, but Keller's stuff has been better, and his attack has been through the roof. I'm not giving Oscar Marine one one tiny shred of credit for that. That goes entirely to Hanrahan. So that's it. One pitcher got better, and it was Hanrahan who made him better. Do the Pirates have their real Major League pitching coach working in Indianapolis right now? You know, these aren't too early to ask. I don't want to find out that Oscar Marine can't improve pitchers by waiting around for Quinn Priester to get here. You've got to make sure you have that guy right now. When we come back, just one question. We get it. Distractions happen. That's why we designed the fully electric, full-sized Volvo EX90 with the latest technology to keep you and those around you safe. Its two-sensor driver understanding system is designed to prevent distractions and help you stay focused. Reserve your Volvo EX90 today. Learn more at volvocars.com US. Is it time to change your approach and switch to Air Supra, albuterol budesonide? Now you can virtually connect with a doctor to discuss your options and see if it's time to make a change. If appropriate, you may even be able to get a prescription for Air Supra the same day. Talk to a doctor today and see if Air Supra is right for you. Visit airsupraconnect.com to connect with a provider. With over 2,300 hotels across the U.S. and Canada, Best Western is perfect for our annual spring hiking trip. It feels a little like... Back to the hotel. What a great day. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. Welcome back. It's time for... Just one question, and that's always brought to you on this program by the North Shore Tavern, home of Steak on a Stone, home of lots of things on a stone. It's an 800-degree stone that is brought to your table with food mostly cooked on it, but you are the one who puts the finishing touches on it. An outstanding and unforgettable eating experience. Oh, also, North Shore Tavern happens to be the planet's only fully committed Pirate's Bar, front-to-back, wall-to-wall, floor-to-ceiling, nothing but great, classic Pirate's memorabilia. A tremendous evening out for a Pittsburgh baseball fan. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Today's question comes from John Marshall, who says, DK, with the Pirates close to losing 100 games, Will there be any chance that any decent free agents will want to come to Pittsburgh? John, this is one of those radio narratives from forever ago. I'm not sure how it originated or what poor, unimaginative soul came up with it. 
but there's nothing about it that's reality. Nothing whatsoever. It sounds plausible when you hear it. So I'm not taking a jab at you or anybody else who's repeated it. But you can find evidence in abundance across all sports that free agents base their decisions almost 100% on who is offering them the most money. That's it. Free agents don't say, yeah, but Pittsburgh, you know, they lost 100 games last season, and I wonder about them. If the Pirates make the highest offer, they get the player. I have dealt with agents themselves, the agents, for years. And they will admit to you in their weak moments that at the end of the day, when they show their client the offers that are in play, the client will look for the one that pays the most money and then try to justify the decision in some other way after the fact. The real issue with the Pirates and free agents is twofold. One, Major League Baseball doesn't have a salary cap. As a result, if the Dodgers or one of the other teams that can spend limitlessly decide that they want a player, they will have that player. Plain and simple. And you as the Pirates can't get into any kind of bidding war because you're really you're wasting your time. You're wasting your energy. Second, and this is one of the many fair criticisms of Bob Nutting, Pirates just don't do that. They're not going to get into the free agent market unless it's someone like Tyler Anderson. And they can get him for a song at $1.5 million, hope they can turn him into some kind of tradable commodity, and then eventually move him. And of course, that's exactly how the Anderson thing played out. But I also feel compelled to add here that free agents really don't matter in this equation. The Pirates aren't going out and stalking this team with free agents to try to build it up next season. I know there's people who hope that, but what they're trying to do is to get their prospects, their younger players, into the best position possible to arrive in Pittsburgh and make some kind of collective impact once they get here. From there, naturally, you're going to have holes that you need to fill, and that's why, according to the Pirates anyway, they have to prove this, they're not spending money now so that they can spend money later and fill those holes as best they can in an unfair system. So I'm glad you brought that up. Seriously, I, I hear that one a lot, and I just shake my head every time because I've worked with these agents and some of the more candid and open and honest players, and they laugh at it every time. Players will go where the money is. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. Let's do this again tomorrow. Mm-hmm.